0: Hi, I'm Keyshawn Johnson, as you know, from the Undisputed. I'm sitting here pondering over the last two weeks of college football, in particular, my USC Trojans. We dropped two. I went way to Notre Dame and got blew out the building. Then I had a squeaker of a loss to Utah at home this past Saturday. And I know everybody thinks we're doomed. We're done So what I want to do is I want to react to all sports, right? College football, the NFL, and even maybe a little Major League Baseball and what's going on. But first, I want to respond to my man, Alcho, one of my colleagues here at FS1. So, Alcho says, with the national championship hopes gone, Caleb Williams should consider sitting out the rest of the season. I mean, I I don't know what he's talking about, but okay. The Heisman is a long shot. College football playoffs are even less likely. And therefore, he shouldn't play in any bowl games. The risk outweighs by far. Okay, the reward. It's a business decision. Here's what I would say to respond to, first of all, I disagree. And here's what I would say to respond to Acho. The University of Southern California football program, we don't quit. Unlike maybe Texas or some of these other programs around. And that's a shot at Texas, although they did beat USC in the national title. But what I would honestly say is we still can win the Pac-12 and go ahead to a major bowl game and play in the month of January. I think that's kind of where the goals are at. Caleb Williams still has to prove himself to the National Football League. I know we look at his freshman year at Oklahoma, his sophomore year when he won the Heisman at USC, and we look at most of the year this season where he played fairly good. But there's more football to be played, and when you are scouting guys and you want to make sure that that is the right pick and the right choice, you want to try to compile as much information as possible from the NFL standpoint. But when you Caleb Williams, and I've been in those shoes as the number one overall pick, I want to leave nothing to be questioned. I want everybody to know that I'm a team leader, I'm not giving up on my season and my team. I'm not shutting it down. Now, if we go ahead and wind up in the cornflake bowl, that's a different conversation. But right now, we're still in the Pac 12 championship hunt, so you gotta play. But I wanna respond to this fan who says that Caleb Williams against ranked teams, he is a carbon copy of Dak Prescott because Dak Prescott. Allegedly has struggled against dominant opponents, and so has Caleb. But when I look at it, I mean, Caleb Williams did win the Heisman Trophy a year ago. He did have to face, he did have to face quality opponents, whether they were ranked or not. Then this year, he played against Colorado, which was which was pretty highly ranked. He did take care of business against Colorado. I know he loses to Utah, he loses to Notre Dame. But it is what it is. It wasn't all on Caleb Williams. You cannot look at it and just say Caleb is losing against ranked opponents. What do you expect for him to do? Just be like magical Houdini at every step of the way? No, he needs help. He needs defensive help. He needs the other guys on the team to help him. But he also needs Coach Lincoln Riley to help him. So let's be fair if we want to be fair. Here we go again. This Heisman voter had this to say about Caleb Williams. The fact that Caleb Williams will never participate in a college football playoff game is astonishing, as it is unforgivable. Well, I mean, that's not to say he may or may not come back next year. You never know. I doubt it. He would be foolish to do such a thing. But look, man, our defense at USC is god-awful. I mean, Grinch, at some point, Lincoln Riley has to look at himself in the mirror and make a very, very tough decision, which means call me. And it won't be a tough decision because I'll certainly tell you what you need to do. Go out there and hire Rex Ryan, pay Rex Ryan, $3 million a year, three and a half million dollars a year. Get him to be your defensive coordinator moving forward next year, because this year clearly we will not be in the college football playoffs. I don't even, there's no way we go from the sixth ranked team down to 24 as it stands right now and when they actually start voting on teams that get close to the college football playoffs we so far down we will never get back up there but that's okay we still have time i do believe that this team is ahead of schedule and the expectations probably a little bit Based on last year, a little bit unreasonable f- to think that we were going to be there with Georgia and Michigan and Alabama this season, even though we had the the reigning hot trophy winner coming back. So I'm willing to give it a pass for this season, but I need Coach Riley to look hard in the mirror and make a strong decision on the defensive coordinating unit next year. And as far as the college football playoff national championship goes, for Caleb, oh, well. He was, he's going to go on and make a whole lot of money, graduate from the University of Southern California, and we will forgive him for not getting us in the college football playoff. So I said I'd talk about everything, college football, pro football. So now I want to talk about Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots and his tenure in New England, not Cleveland. Don't want to get into what happened in Cleveland. Just want to talk about New England and talk about the the success and the things that he's done so well in New England with six championships, and I believe it's ten Super Bowl appearances. Ten Super Bowl appearances and six Super Bowl championships. But not everybody agrees. Take a listen to my co-host from Undisputed and skip Delusional Bayless.
1: Oh, That's a good question. Would you prefer Belichick coaching the Cowboys over McCarthy? I've told you for years and years and years, Bill Belichick is overrated in as much as he's proclaimed routinely the greatest coach ever. That was Bill Walsh, not Bill Belichick. I always give Tom Brady 75% of the credit for the Patriot way and the Patriot dynasty.
0: He gives Brady 70% of the success rate that Bill Belichick has had with the New England Patriots or in his coaching career in general. I laugh at that because number one, he's not going anywhere. They just extended him quietly this past spring, gave him a huge deal and made him the highest paid uh, coach in all of Professional football. So that goes to tell you right there and show you that Mr. Kraft believes in Bill Belichick. Now, maybe his front office skills will be will be relinquished and somebody else he'll bring in to help him pick players and do those sort of things. But we're only talking about a coach. Because if we want to talk about a guy identifying talent, he certainly identified Tom Brady when no other team. I don't care if it was the first round to the sixth round, including the New England Patriots because New England made a decision to draft Tom Brady in the sixth round. We we know, we we hear the story, we get it. Okay, he went on to be the greatest quarterback statistically in all sorts of other areas, Super Bowl championships, in the history of the game. Many are saying he's the GOAT. I don't use the word GOAT because I think Joe Montana, I think Tom Brady, I think John Elway. So I'm a little bit different than most people. But what I would say is Belichick 60, Tom Brady 40. Because early success in Tom Brady's career certainly lends itself to a solid running game and a stout defense with Hall of Fame-type players. Now, people forget Tom Brady and both Bill Belichick went about a 10-year period or so without winning a Super Bowl. Now you say, well, what about the ones that they won after the fact? Tom Brady became Tom Brady. Tom Brady was not Tom Brady in those first three Super Bowls at, at the same Tom Brady at the middle to the end of his career. Not at all. But for whatever reason, Belichick, how he treats the media, how he deals with people, will make people like Skip Bayless discount him in his coaching. Will make people like Skip Bayless certainly not like coaching uh, Coach Belichick. And so when I I start to think about it, having played for him and with him in New York for the Jets and been around him a lot, I know the coach. And I know he could do a terrific job at coaching. He doesn't have the players. And Skip went went on to say that he would rather have Mike McCarthy coaching his Dallas Cowboys rather than Bill Belichick. Think about that. A guy who's won one Super Bowl, when Aaron Rodgers, opposed to a guy who's won six with Tom Brady, in ten appearances with Tom Brady, so you rather so you rather have Mike McCarthy than Bill Belichick, and I said delusional. So another coach around the National Football League is somewhat on the hot seat and under fire, and I agree with that. In Brandon Staley, when you talk about a coach that was so much promise for the Los Angeles Chargers, so much. They removed Anthony Lynn after a couple years and never really gave Coach Lynn the opportunity on a long tenure to coach Justin Herbert and get it get things settled down and build a team. Quick trigger fingers for the Spanos family. And I disagree with that. It had Anthony Lynn still been the head coach, an offensive-minded coach, with a quarterback like Justin Herbert, we may be having a different conversation about the Los Angeles Chargers right now. But instead... We're having this conversation just like Colin Cowherd had on the herd.
1: A lot of people are saying, well, I don't know about Justin Herbert. All right, time out. He's got a new coordinator. It's his third coordinator in four years. He's on his second coach, and this coach isn't working either. This is the Chargers. Historically, ownership can be a tad frugal. The roster's good. Maybe I'm overvaluing it. But here's what we know to be true. With two coaches, one's been fired and one could be, He set NFL records. Generally, if the coach is off, it doesn't matter how good the quarterback is. We know coaches matter. We know that Mahomes is better and Andy Reid is part of it. We know that Brady won Super Bowls and Belichick was part of it. Nobody denies the quarterback is a bigger part of it, 70-30, 65-35, whatever number you want. But if you look at a team... And they don't do a lot well. And the Chargers don't, except for everything tied to, like, one player. If you had a – like, the the, the Raiders defense, it's not very good. But it's funny they get some sacks because Max Crosby is great. (laughs) That's why their sack numbers are not heinous. Like, that's a bad defense with a great player. So I – you, you can blame all you want, but it, Brandon Staley's a defensive coach. I, I agree with
0: Colin 199.9%. I'll even raise that to a million percent. I agree with him because when you look at it, one coach in Anthony Lynn shouldn't have been fired. The other coach in Brandon Staley should be fired because he has a different quarterback at Justin Herbert than Anthony Lynn had. You have a guy who has played in this league now who is a little more seasoned, but yet and still the offense is a little stale. You fire Joe Lombardi, who was his offensive coordinator a year ago. You bring in Kellen Moore, and it looks like the kid has regressed instead of progress. It looks as though this offense is not the same. They went out and they paid big money to a number of players, J.C. Jackson at the corner position, Derwin James at the safety. They extended Bosa. They got Khalil Mack and brought him in. But yet and still, this team is like this. Everything they're doing is going downhill. And I don't understand how do you blame Justin Herbert for this. What do you expect for him to do? If the players around them isn't stepping up to the plate, and the coaches certainly aren't stepping up to the plate, they should have at least two more losses on their record by bonehead moves that the head coach was making. Who goes forward, backed up on fourth down on your own 15, 20-yard line? This is like a pattern with Brandon Staley. Just so happened, it flipped in their favor. But what if it had gone the other way? This conversation would totally be different. It will be way different. But now, instead, we're blaming Justin Herbert for the losses we're blaming Justin Herbert for certain things. What well, all he's done was put the football in the air. It's not his fault that Mike Williams is hurt yet again. So I think moving forward, when you have a young, promising quarterback, you have to hire the right head coach that understands what to do with a young, promising quarterback. He can be a defensive-minded coach. He doesn't have to be uh, an offensive wizard, but he has to hire the right offensive mind to understand the young quarterback. We're switching gears to the NBA and my Los Angeles Lakers, who tip off tonight against the Denver Nuggets. There's been a lot of back and forward chatter about the championship that the Nuggets won a year ago, bringing out the broom against my Lakers, and Mike Malone just kind of back and forward, head coach Mike Malone, creating drama for this particular night. Crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, It's like scoring a game winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo to that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So, what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite. Happy Price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel.
1: It's been some chatter from them since then. What what does that add to tomorrow's game?
0: Who cares? Next game. One game at a time. I'm the wrong guy to ask that one. Um, It's another team we're trying to get a win with, get a win against, I guess the NBA viewed it differently by making you guys play each other the first game of the regular season. Good TV? Good drama? Yeah, great TV. Uh-huh. Yeah. When you saw this character come out, you had, did you have any thoughts on that? Did we go back to Denver to start the season? Or? Nah, just another team. I mean, obviously they beat us last. Um, go down there, take care of business, and we'll, we beat them last. That's how we want to put it. So Simple as that. Um, sure, make it what you want to make it, but we just really want to get the win and uh, build off yeah. of it.
1: I don't know. <laughs> there will be a time. Uh, when that time is, I don't know. I don't know if it's now or there will be a time. There will be a time when everybody will get it
0: for sure. <laughs> <laughs> in a book or? Nah, there
1: will be a time. <laughs>
0: yeah, they're gonna get it, huh? Yeah, yeah. Kobe, <laughs> money. <laughs> You know, I love this. I love the fact that D'Lo, D'Angelo Russell, along with LeBron James, essentially could take the high road in this situation. Denver, they won a championship. They brought out the broom and the dustpan on us a year ago. We get it. That, that, that's fine and all. But like LeBron said, there'll be a time where you won't bring out the broom, and there'll be a time where there's another championship banner at Staples Center or Crypto Arena, whatever you want to call it. I still call it Staples, So because that's what I know it as. And so when you talk about one of the top three greatest players in all of the NBA and you're poking him, you're doing this to him, you're creating a problem for yourself. We have a deep roster, okay? AD is motivated this year. D'Angelo Russell understands that he had a bad uh, Western Conference finals last year. LeBron James understands down the stretch in the fourth quarter he did not shoot the ball particularly well. Austin Reeves understands that he needs to do more. Okay, Gabe Vincent, I can go on and on. Woods, we're 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 fine. I'm not panicking about this situation whatsoever. It's one game tonight. It's just one game. They got a long season, 82 games to go. And if we focus in solely on the Denver Nuggets then that's a mistake. And I don't think with a leader like LeBron James on the floor and in that locker room, the focus is on the Denver Nuggets. The focus is on being in the NBA Finals come June. So when the Lakers are in the Finals and Denver's on vacation in Cabo somewhere, we'll all have a laugh and drink some tequila. More NFL news, as I talked about. It's going to talk NBA, college football, and a little NFL. Trying to figure out who is the best team Any NFL right now. I know who Colin Kyle Hurd thinks it is. I know who I think
1: it is. Listen to Colin. That's the game. That's why I said Baltimore was my favorite pick. If you've never faced Lamar, you have no idea what you're in for. And this Lamar is the best Lamar. I thought his first half against the Titans in London was the best half of football I've seen any quarterback play this year. And he wasn't perfect yesterday, but between the coaching, That defense and Lamar and those receivers this morning, that's the best team in the NFL. That's the best team in the NFL.
0: You know, I don't totally disagree with Colin, but I disagree with him because when I look at the Kansas City Chiefs, they are the Kansas City Chiefs. The Baltimore Ravens a week ago, everybody was coming out with this anonymous Lamar. He can't throw from the pocket. They got to use his legs to win. Now, all of a sudden, he explodes onto the scene. Pushing the ball down the field as A. Jones and Nelson Aguilar and getting OBJ involved. They were saying OBJ was a shell of himself. He shouldn't even be playing in the National Football League right now. So I'm not ready to just jump all on the Ravens bandwagon, although I have them going to the Super Bowl out of the AFC. But we're talking right now in the National Football League, they're not the best team. The best team in the National Football League is the Kansas City Chiefs. The Kansas City Chiefs' defense is playing the best they've ever played with Patrick Mahomes, the best that they've ever played with Patrick Mahomes. Think about that. Three Super Bowl appearances, two wins, a couple MVPs, five straight AFC Championship game appearances at home, and this is the best his defense has ever played? So as of right now, they're still the best team in the National Football League, with Baltimore slightly behind them. Philadelphia slightly behind Baltimore. I I know San Francisco didn't show anything, so I don't want to go into San Francisco. And quiet is kept, a sneaky Cincinnati Bengal team is hovering around. They're hovering around. We'll see what they do with the 49ers this upcoming week. But those are my top three teams in the NFL. I'll say it again. Kansas City, Baltimore, and Philadelphia. Thanks for joining me yet again. I'm Keyshawn Johnson from The Undisputed with this extra, you know what, that little little stuff I give y'all, something that you don't necessarily see on Undisputed. I'll be back soon. Tune in.